Uh, so one of the things that our uh, mm. midwife has told us uh, as we are fast approaching our kid showing up in this uh, godforsaken world is that we should plan on uh, dates, like date nights for like, you know, when in and around when the actual uh, child is due, um, specifically after the plan, but date nights for when after the baby is due. Well, who better than um, a midwife to yeah. tell you that? Anyways, so we, we actually, so and I've, I've actually been, we've been trying to like go on. Like do dates or whatever, and so one of the things we did uh, this weekend, we actually planned on Sunday morning uh, anime pan- uh, waffles, and we, we hung out in the house. We we have a, our couch in our living room actually can become a uh, twin bed. So we pulled it out, became a twin bed, and we watched uh, we ate waffles and watched Elf. Um, so, uh, what is your favorite uh, Christmas movie to watch? With your kids or maybe with... with such uh, a, yeah. That's such a lar- long carpet to unroll for that question. Yeah, I don't know. Elf is literally on the television yeah. right now. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite Christmas movie, but... Man, my favorite Christmas movie. My, my favorite Christmas movie is uh, Scrooged with uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, I, that's such a fucking great... That movie great. is too, it's too snarky. It's got a... It's it's just grounded in dark pessimism. I'll tell you, tell you what Wait, I... Wait, that's uh, not you? No, no. I'm, <laughs> I, no, I get, a, I get a bad rap. I'm a very, I'm a very happy, optimistic person. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I might go with like Home Alone, like so. Ho- Home Alone <laughs> is perfect for kids and adults. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So a, I still find it genuinely funny, like like moments like when when uh, when the kid goes into the treehouse and Marv is on the other side and they don't see him and Marv is like, maybe he committed suicide. <laughs> it's <laughs> like why? Why would you say that? Anyway, I I still find it funny as an adult. It's a wonderful Christmas time flick, and it comes back to the spirit of togetherness. Because they left someone at home. Yeah, but then they come together. Eventually. Both spiritually and literally physically. (laughs) Physically. Yeah. So (laughs) you said Scrooge. I mean, what do you love about Scrooge? Uh, I I mean, I don't know. I love Bill Murray. That's... uh, People who know me know that. I'm a huge Bill Murray fan. I just... I like like the sardonic wit of of Scrooge and just the way that... uh, The way that they take that... Like, take that, you know, that classic Christmas tale... The, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol is also a really good one. It's in the sort of the same yeah, vein, yeah. little little more lighthearted, obviously. M- Muppet than, Christmas than Carol is one of the most faithful Christmas Carol it adaptations is, yeah. there is. Yeah. But of course, it's with fucking Muppets. Yeah, with fucking Muppets. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I was curious about uh, your favorite Christmas movies. So, God, this was good content. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you don't realize what you missed. <laughs> Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. completely transparent here because you know me I'm a, I'm a wells fargo type yeah. i'm all about transparency here. yeah it's, yes um that's my that's my thing it's your it's your literally your middle name david transparency, david transparency martin, martin. Yeah. yeah um 
so we we recorded like most of this podcast and it was it's fucking gone with the wind like so many uh like so much dust we recorded a good solid like half of the podcast we recorded a good solid insane things yeah we did say it's, we did we say some, some insane things. insane shit it's all yeah. gone now it's all fucking gone lost but into the such ether. is our commitment to the listener and our, our customer, frankly, I'll call you our customer, uh, that we're going to re-record it. But you'll notice it'll probably be real edgy and short and be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we had said the thing and, it said the and stuff. so it'll be like a five-minute podcast. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Enjoy. <clears throat> uh, so I was in San Francisco last week. Yep. How was I'm that? Sorry, I missed it. It was fine. Uh, San Francisco is as San Francisco is is it ever has been. We you went, went on, on the rice we went on the rice yeah, tour. tour. Yeah, the tour. Yeah, that's it's mostly rice down yeah. there. it's all rice aroni startups. Rice aroni and like then Silicon uh, Valley for rice technology. Like the Harvey Milk Memorial and yeah, it's a weeping depressing. statue with milk yeah. coming out of the eyes. Yeah, um, super well, depressing. Man, you know people talk about it as like this like sort of liberal gay haven and like you know like I, I can see squares of that. Like you go to like Hayden Ashbury. And sure, it's, you know, it's fucking artsy and dirty and stuff like that. But San Francisco proper, it's all it's all financial fucks. Yeah. It's all it's all fucking financial like, fucks like you. It's all people like, I don't know. What is paper money? Like, I, <laughs> I've, I, what is a car? I don't, like, fuck you. I only I, I only transfer money by looking at people until the money materializes. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> That's San Francisco proper. Yeah. And then you go to Hate Nashbury and it's like, well, I painted this one with my own fucking blood. <laughs> and that's why it's art. And like, okay, well, I, I'm five miles away. <laughs> it's a weird town is what yeah, I'm trying to tell that's, you. That's fair. Anyway, what did that's you do fair. while I was gone? <laughs> well, you know, uh, me and Luke recorded a podcast. Uh, it was good. Was it, better uh, than, was it better than when I'm here? It was different. It's always different with Luke, which, you know, I love political Luke. political answer. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, he brings his own flair uh, and his own gregarious laugh. He's to the gregarious, podcast. yeah. So uh, we, I think we had a good time. I was a listened to it uh, earlier today, actually. Uh, finally, and it was a you know a, the third time because I listened to it when I you know do the editing, editing or whatever, yeah. and then I finally listened to it again actually like at two x speed, which is how I normally listen to my podcasts, and it was all right. It made sense. Yeah, we know you listen to your podcast twice. Yeah, um, everyone knows. Yeah, so uh, it's, this is not a good podcast, and I can't abide it nor listen to it. Yeah, whether I'm on it or not. So. Uh yeah. Anyways, uh, we had fun. We were at Blackheart. Uh, we had to go really quick because we needed to like get through because there's a drag show starting at uh, nine thirty, and we want to make I sure we got we got done before the drag show. I should have fucking skyped in from yeah, San Francisco. In. Yeah, I know, right? That yeah, been, I'm at the home and drag. That, that would have been that would have been awesome. Anyways, uh, maybe maybe next time you're in uh, you're in uh, San Francisco, we can we can figure that out with uh, Wes and get a Skype in situation or Excellent. something well they so. keep fucking asking me to come back there more often so yeah anyways yippity skippity all right so uh we have a few things coming up uh we're gonna talk about a little bit about uh, the mls cup final uh we'll two dave's one cup coverage of the mls days, cup final sponsored by, ba, ba, sponsored by uh tampax yeah sponsored by yeah yeah tampax Hey, <laughs> the good fucking people at Tampax yeah. want to throw us a couple dollars. <laughs> Fine. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the expansion draft, uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, talk some other United news. We'll talk about uh, the group uh, Champions League group stage. As wrapping up, uh, Liverpool will be the uh, highlight of that coverage. And then we got some fucking answers. That's what we got going on. Uh, before we get to that, though, if you guys like the content that we're doing each and every week here, uh, throw us a few bones, uh, preferably in the uh, 69 uh, or uh, 420 uh, amounts. Um, and that'd be like six sixty nine or like nine sixty nine nine ninety six sixty nine would be be the best because you know 
the symmetry of the thing. I'm thinking about deleting this podcast <laughs> again. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, patreon.com backslash the Dave's and That helps us buy uh, cool stuff like uh, this new equipment. We have uh, we have new pop filters. We have new mics that we're uh, rocking tonight. Um, probably doesn't. Yeah, you can probably tell. Probably tell that we're rocking new mics. But we are. And we got we're gonna we have a splitter on the way. We can be able to like actually do you four, know four person four people recording without having to fringe kiss each other without, while we talk. Without yeah. Yeah, making out. Which I mean you know, we don't necessarily dislike no, it's but fine, it's, but it's, it's not know, where we came it from. It gets weird for the guests if they're not really down for that. You know, like Alan Willie did not really like me yeah, like tonguing him. He warmed up to it. Avent- at the start, again, yeah. like I said at the start. I don't call him, I don't call him Alan it, Willie so. for nothing. <laughs> Anyways, uh it's because of, of his dick. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash the Daves I know. Help support the Daves that you know. Uh, let's talk about uh, that MLS Cup final. Uh, Atlanta, two Daves, one cup. Two Daves, of one cup. cup final. Yeah. Brought to you by Tampax. <laughs> uh, Atlanta United uh, beat Portland Timbers 2-0. Um, Joseph Martinez got the scoring going uh, in the 39th minute, I believe, with a uh, just an amazing goal. What did you – you saw this match, right? I'm, I'm presuming you watched this match. I watched the match. Yeah. Okay, yeah, as, you, you, as you know from our previous yeah. discussion. I, listen, I was I was <laughs> I was trying to make it natural. No, it was very. You natural, had your kids' yeah. birthday, and you said "fuck your kids," and you watched the match anyway. I did. So, yeah. yeah, no, it, so it happened on us, my kids' tell, birthday. Give me your thoughts on the fucking match. Then. On the fucking match, you know, Tampax backwards spells Zap Mat. Yeah, which is kind of what what Tampax products are. Uh, Zap Mat. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, so so first of all, I, I actually really enjoyed the game. Uh, the scoreline ended up being lopsided, and uh, obviously not only was the scoreline lopsided, but honestly the, the run of play was lopsided as well. Atlanta controlled the game as well they might from home with the kind of crowd that they had. Um, but yeah, seventy three thousand people. Jesus Christ. Here, here's where I'm at with Atlanta. Okay, we'll we'll talk about the game and stuff. But here's where I'm at with Atlanta. I can't hate them. I just can't. They do every goddamn thing right. Every fucking thing. The, it was easy to make fun. Oh, you're going back to an NFL stadium, huh? A- NFL uh, MLS 1.0, right? Well, they fucking fill the thing. And, you know, by all accounts, it's a decent enough place to watch a game. No, it's not a it's not a, a soccer-specific stadium. There's probably a couple of shitty seats in the stands. But you know what? It's a trade-off I'd make to fill it with 73,000 people. They were loud. Their TIFO is great. Obviously, the team is great. They're not even the top five in spending. They're clearly putting the – it's not even just that they went out and bought the league. They still have the weird salary requirements of the league. They're doing it smart. They're getting incredible players. They're getting players that they can turn around and sell rather than retirement fucking off offloads from other teams their coach has been amazing and even situations uh, where, where you know a problem could rear its head like barco you know uh trying to fuck his teammates wives they benched him Dude, he's stepping on my touchdown calls over here so. I t- well we've, i'm sorry i, I, <laughs> I, I, I feel we've like we've recorded all this stuff all this, yeah. yeah but but i mean we've talked about that that he was a record price signing when they signed him and they put him on the bench because he's not playing by the rules yeah yeah, I mean, and you it's can't stop the NFL from from fucking playing guys who beat their wives repeatedly. Can't stop them because they want to yeah, win. They're I mean, doing everything right. Yeah, I, I really, I, I can, I cannot argue with that at all. I mean, the uh, one stat I saw that it was seventy three thousand people showed up for that game. So it was the most that has showed up for a for any major sporting event or any sporting event, a U.S. sporting event uh, in the last ten years. So it's like the it was like the third or fourth highest. Like there's like two other Super Bowl, two or three Super Bowls ahead of it, and then, and then MLS Cup, and then like yeah. a bunch of Super Bowls behind it. Like right. so, this is like it was the most attended, like attended sporting event, one of the most attended sporting in events in the last ten history, years yeah. in in uh, U.S. history. Uh, the highest rating like for uh, uh, broadcast since 2007. That's really telling. And that was because you know they they put it on the uh, Big Fox, the uh, 
you know, Homer Simpson, uh, Family yes. Guy, Fox. Yes, the, the real Fox. Married with Children, Fox. They, they put it on primetime. They put it on normal Fox. Primetime. They, they, they put it on a Saturday. They had, they had against a, yeah, college Saturday. football and whatever else. Well, the fuck? it was never really college. I mean, it was like, yeah, some shitty college football. Not even like good college football. Like they, they, but they did it right and and. You know, good good presentation of the game as and, well, in my opinion. And say what you will about, um, I mean, you know, as Minnesota United fans, like we always, we've gone back and forth, and like, oh, we fucking hate Atlanta, and it's mostly like just vapid reasons, and we're just really, it's, we're not, we don't really hate Atlanta, we're just jealous I'm of just Atlanta jealous and point, envious yeah. of, of Atlanta and their ownership group and all that. And you know, what you come back to what you said about Arthur, like about Atlanta, like an Arthur Blank specifically, that he invested. A lot in uh, what Atlanta is doing, and not just you know, not just like on the football side, but like he he actually made like he made uh, and this is this this is back this goes back to like the other sort of thing like when Minnesota was vying for this this uh, MLS franchise, the Wilfs were a, a major player in this. Like yes. they really wanted the team too, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think that they would have put half of the amount of energy that Arthur Blank put into Atlanta that you know that he has put into Atlanta or that the Wolves would have put into, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota mm-hmm. MLS franchise. Yeah. Well, we'll get the opportunity to see when Nashville comes to fruition. True. Because Wolves True. have an investment in that. True. But, but, but I was watching, I was, it goes back to like what I was saying. I was watching uh, uh, an Atlanta game, I think via like the uh, NFL network or whatever, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And the, ha- the place was half full. Like it was, yep. it was barely couldn't be for, more for than game, more yeah. than 25 30,000 people in there for a Falcons and, and, and game. Still, still a brand new stadium. Yeah. It's the same damn same, stadium same, it's still same got same that stadium, shiny yeah. feeling where people yeah. want to come check it out. And yeah, there was in like so many games where, you know, over 40,000 people, 73,000 for this game. More than, like how many times this year that had they when they opened up the upper deck and they had 70,000 plus people. Yep. Now, and you're right, like there are certain places where you can't see like a third of the pitch in that stadium that's, and that's, that's just not ideal. That's, but that's part of what it is, and you know we 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 ragged on Atlanta. We rag on Atlanta consistently because that I think we still should. Because listen, it's still you're still playing soccer on a football pitch, but you can't you can't that's fault them for anything that they've done and the way yeah. they've done it. Because Don't fuck yeah, trade, man! Yeah. Like I would trade, I would trade. Honestly, I think I would trade uh, Allianz Field for what they have, like the all the infrastructure they have, everything including else, including yeah. their academy, including yeah. everything that they have, like. I would I would trade just, playing just about, in, yeah. I would trade playing US Bank Stadium for everything that Atlanta has right now. It'd be it'd be uh be a hell of a call. I, I invite you to, to visit uh Allianz and see if you st- still feel the same way. But we'll see. I mean I haven't I haven't gotten the opportunity. Got going right. I haven't gotten the opportunity yet to go uh, see when, that stadium when, and I am sure my opinion will change. But without seeing that and we're seeing with what our team has done the last two years piece, yeah. with every other thing they've done, yeah. I would trade everything that we have now and, and going forward for yeah. What Atlanta has right now, because I don't think Atlanta like the other thing I, we, I mentioned on the lost pod is that you know we'll see you know see what Atlanta looks like when they're bad, right? Like yeah, you know we've see seen Minnesota do, like, when they're bad, um, and Atlanta you know you mentioned Atlanta is and they they really do have a, a poor uh, attendance or poor kind of a fair weather fan fair weather base fan base, there, yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see what you know what they look like when they're bad. Um. That know, being man, said, I don't think Atlanta's going to be bad for a while. Not not for a while. And, and I almost, so I almost don't want them to be honestly. Like it, it's it'd be cool to experience some Schadenfreude or whatever. But honestly, like I when I see the, the not just investment in terms of quantity, but the smart investments that they that they make, the way they prioritize all these different elements of the game, they play it right, they coach it right, they're getting the right kinds of players. 
I want to see the rest of MLS feel challenged to compete with that, to have to raise their level of game. I think that the league and soccer in this country gets better when you choose to do that. So I almost want them to continue to do that, even if it's at the expense of even us or others, because yeah. I think that everyone turns out better for it in the long run. Dude, they're losing they're losing Tata and Amaron for sure. Uh, for sure this this winter. Maybe Martinez, although we don't know. They Apparently, Luciano Acosta is probably gone as well. But... Literally on Sunday after the River Plate Boca, uh, the Super Classico, the uh, Copa Libertadores final, Pity Martinez, one of the best players on River Plate, announced that he's joining Atlanta United. So, so the fucking they, they didn't get, rest on yeah, their loyals no, while they're they're literally, they were enjoying success. They were they were signing this guy while they Turning were winning fucking MLS Cup. Man, oh, I don't know. It's just it's, it's hard hard to hate him. It's frustrating. It's hard to hate him. It's hard to hate him. I still hate him. But I'm like, I hate bec- hate them because I just I we can't be them, right? No. We hate them because we ain't them. Yeah, I know. So we didn't talk much about the game itself. We can probably no. breeze through that, but um, I don't. No, we said. Do, Atlanta, well, let me let me just finish this thought. Um, Atlanta obviously controlled the run of play. Joseph Martinez did Joseph Martinez stuff. Great job bringing the ball down on the first goal. Really calm and composed there. Portland didn't even really come into the equation in a significant way until the second half. They had a brief spell where they look like they kind of edge way back into it. Yeah. And then, you know what, they got one call that kind of goes the direction they didn't want it to go, and then it immediately turns around into an Atlanta goal, and that pretty much put it out of reach. So yep. um, it, it wasn't just that they won. They deserved to win from top to bottom. Um, uh, I love seeing Greg Garza out on the left being this, this great outlet uh, so, so that they can put balls up the flank and stuff like that. He had a really good game. They did a lot of work on the wings there. Um, and then even down the stretch, up two to nothing, Atlanta's in, you know, it, it has no reason to be in anything but full-on bunker mode, and Portland still can't maintain the ball, can't do anything positive and front-footed with the ball. That's how good Atlanta is from top to bottom. Yeah. And, I mean, that was kind of the game plan for Portland, that they were just going to uh, allow Atlanta to come in on and then, you know, sort of bunker and counter. And even then, like, Atlanta's had had their number it's, the entire game. It's not a bad idea, yeah. but it wasn't enough. No. And, it, and you know what? Probably and eight times out of ten, it's not going to be enough. Yeah, Portland, and if there was one team that could do that against Atlanta, it's probably Portland. And you're right. Again, like, eight times out of ten, they're going to lose that game. So it was just, yeah, so – What's uh let's not talk about uh, that expansion team. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the newest expansion team, uh, FC Cincinnati yep. or Foosball Club Cincinnati. This should be the only thing that they're ever called. Colloquially known, they had their uh, expansion draft today. Um, you know, thank God no Minnesota United players were taken because everybody in Minnesota was worried about Minnesota United players being taken. Oh God off forbid! Of our God forbid they. Pilfer Worst from our ever elite defense. defense. Yeah, yeah ever. Um, no, we lost a defender. Fuck. So let's talk about. Um, do another hands. Uh, let's I'm talk about who uh, uh, they took. Darren Maddox from uh, forward from DC United uh, played with uh, Fernando Adi uh, in Portland a couple years ago. Um, he was drafted first by FC Cincinnati. They took Kai Kamara, who's a forward from Vancouver, but they immediately traded him to Colorado for a 2019. International uh, slots. Uh, Roland Lama, midfielder from FC Dallas. Eric Alexander, midfielder from the Houston Dynamo. And Hassan uh, Nadam of the Red Bulls, a defender, uh, 20-year-old uh, kid from um, New York Red Bulls. Um, 
So yeah, so that was who so they took uh, in the expansion draft. Well, what do you so think? First of all, this is this is a really good expansion draft. I, and I, I think I think for you actually first of first first of all, you have to start here. An expansion draft is not where you build the core of your team. That's not where the spine of your team comes from. You get pieces, you round out a roster. Even though it's happening early, you should still consider these the kinds of guys that round out your roster. Um, I believe that their top three guys are better than anyone that we got in our expansion draft. All three of them better than even the best that we got out of our expansion draft. Are you including Kai Kamara in that top three? I'm because I, I Yes, I'm just saying the, the guys they got, not the machinations of... Right. And uh, Let me jump in and say this. I think that getting rid of Kamara for an international spot is a mistake. First of all, I think that sure. they, yeah. they undervalue Kamara. Absolutely, there. yeah. And I was going to say they, they should have gotten way more for... Kai Kamara. I think absolutely. Although Kai Kamara was out of contract, so he was so basically like they were they would have, they would have the option to negotiate with him. So maybe this is all they think they they, they thought they could get with him. But I, I agree with you that they probably should have got more. I, I, there probably would what would have had to happen then is is different in additional negotiations both with Kai and with another team that would get more complicated. And if they needed to pull a trigger very very quickly, then maybe. But it seems like Kai Kamara is barely the guy you do that with. He's 34 years old. Obviously, that's you know he's he's not gonna be an elite player for that much longer. That's fine. But dude still scored 14 goals this year. He's been a bit of a journeyman since his really strong run with Sporting Kansas City. But he's still obviously he want he was tied for the Golden Boot only what two three years ago. Yeah, like three, three years, years ago. ago yeah. Now. He's still scoring at a high level yep. wherever he goes. 14 goals this last year. He provides a really strong aerial presence that is not – honestly, MLS is not super deep with that kind of ability. And he gives you a veteran presence on a team that is going to be slapdash, stuck together. By all accounts, he's a really great clubhouse kind of like – he's obviously a fun guy and stuff like that. I think he's, he's a great guy to have on the thing. He's got to be better than having one extra international spot. I think it's a mistake not to hold on to him. Especially considering he's uh, he he Kai Kamara does not take up international spot, which is that's right. kind of the other thing too. Is international spots are, are few and far between in this league, and Colorado apparently loves to give them away. So, you know, yeah. um, I think it was a big mistake. Anyways, maybe they're they're going all in. What on about the fucking Darren Maddox experiment? I don't yeah, know well, Darren Maddox. So Darren Maddox played with uh, I said Fernando Adi in Portland a few years ago, and they did not get along all that well. So I'm curious so. to see what that. Uh, experience looks like. Um, the other one I would actually point out is, I mean, Eric Alexander, um, midfielder. He's been in the league for several years now. He played for the Red Bulls for a while. He's the kind um, of guy you get in the expansion draft. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Roland Lama actually is a, a relatively expensive midfielder. Yeah, Lamont's um, good. That was that was a he's good, but that was I've also that was also a really interesting. I did not think that he would go in the expansion draft. The one the sort of the one sort of. Uh, Wild card is Hassan uh, Dadam of the New York Red Bulls. He mostly played in the uh, um, USL last year, so FC Cincinnati got a good look at him yeah, all so of they, last they year. He's, he's twenty yeah. years old, he'll, so he'll be a rookie in the in the MLS next year, <clears throat> presuming that he plays in MLS next year, right. um, unless he gets loaned out somewhere. Um, so he's like kind of like the wild card of the of the draft. Uh, I mean, we had a question about this comparing this draft to uh, you know the Minnesota United draft and. We talked about the Mr. United draft. Um, you know, Mr. United draft, we, we drafted Jeff Adanella, which we traded for Miguel Ibarra. We drafted Cristobal, mm-hmm. who we traded for the uh, ch- uh, Johan Venegas. Uh, yeah. Colin Warner, obviously, was out of that draft. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much I don't much think the we had a criminally poor expansion yeah. draft. But obviously, obviously, the players that we had were not long-term, nor did they turn out great. It's just that's the nature of the expansion draft. Yeah. You get a few guys, and they're guys who are excess on other people's rosters. And so. one thing I would point out is that, like, of the last, like, sort of the last sort of 
four or five expansion drafts, um, only one player has lasted more than three years on the team that drafted them from yeah, the expansion draft. Right, so, yeah. anyways, um, all right, good moving luck along. To Cincinnati. Yeah, good luck to Cincinnati until we play them. Then, then <laughs> fuck <laughs> then you. Fuck them, yeah. yeah. Uh, other United news. Uh, so we talked about this uh, last week, uh, but the Dark Clouds uh, are playing in the seventh annual Sané Legends Cup. Um, what the is date that? it's uh, it's a soccer tournament. It's huh. a like five v five soccer tournament. Um, the day before I, Christmas Eve. Yeah, th- I played in it last year. Okay. Last year was the day after Christmas. It was on the Saturday after Christmas. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I played in it last year. It was I don't awesome. Like charity that much. Yeah. Um, and uh, we mentioned last week it was on December twenty second. Actually, it got moved this week to December twenty third. So that's Sunday. So the day before Christmas Eve on a Sunday. Well, who does anything the Sunday before Christmas Eve? Yeah, really? nobody. Uh, I mean, you know, I want to get away from my family and play soccer for like four hours. Yeah, uh, yeah you play like four games. Uh, it's five on five, or sorry, I think yeah, five on five or seven v seven. No, seven v seven. That's right. Can people come and watch? Or do people they have can come to play watch. Oh, no, yeah, no. People can come watch. Okay. Uh, Holy Angels. I think it starts at eleven a.m. Uh, goes to five. Uh, but yeah, please come out watch the Dark Clouds. We will have a hopefully at least two teams. For sure, one team, possibly two teams, if we get enough people signed up. Um, I will be playing soccer. I this is where I almost got concussed, or I got concussed last year actually. Wow! Uh, I was heading a ball. Someone That's serious uh, stuff. Yeah, someone kicked a, a ball, and I was playing defense. It was coming. It was a big ass header. I think a kick from the goalie. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna head this ball, like because that's what you do. And yeah, I and one header, and you get a concussion. I was just like, I, I, <laughs> I stumbled around the field for a while. I was just like, okay, oh, I guess I'm cool now. Oh my god. Anyway, so come uh, come sign up for that. Uh, you can go to dark-clouds.com if you want to sign up and join the teams. We need we still need players on the team. So, Dave Martin, if you want to come yeah, play. I don't give a shit can, about we, can we get that? I've only played one soccer one Benjamin? time in can my we get life. Benjamin out to play. Be, be better than me. <laughs> uh, I did score a goal in this tournament uh, last year against a, a, a bunch of kids from Como High School. So, <laughs> a bunch of fucking yeah. children. Fuck you Como yeah, High School. Good for you. Do that again one more I time. I bet that felt really good. Um, we talked about me and Luke talked about this last week, but I want to get your thoughts on Berhalter to uh, US men's national team. You have any thoughts on that, or I'm gonna? So first of all, I'm not as close a U.S. men's national team follower uh, as many people, and as one might think, given how invested in soccer I am. Um, I think Bear Halter is a good is a good coach in general. I liked some of the comments that I'm hearing. I think he's giving when he's asked about it, he's giving specific answers to specific questions about what he wants to do. Now that's a far cry from executing, but. It's it's also a far cry from like waffling and being like, well, we just need to develop an identity. Are you saying no? We need an identity, and here's some of the things that we're going to do to try and yeah. put that into place. Um, I now I'm going to mostly avoid talking about some of the clusterfuck that surrounded the choice in the search. This is where uh, I want to get you. A- <laughs> I look. I don't. Ha- I don't have heavy opinions on this. Stuff. So I. It was That's a clusterfuck. Fair. None of it surprised me yeah. because of how dumb it was. Now I don't think Bearhalter is a better or worse choice because of every dumb fuck thing that led up to this. Yeah. Um, U.S. Soccer is the problem, not Bearhalter, and, and Bearhalter could be a really good coach. But I mean, did you have another one in mind that you're just like, God damn, if it's not this guy, we really swung and missed. I mean, Tata Martino. Come, like springs to mind immediately, just based on what he's done in Atlanta. Uh, he doesn't speak English, though. Oh, he does. 
Does he? he weirdly, weirdly, he does. And he, he just always uses a translator because he, he, translator until, <laughs> because like, he fucking can. until he yeah, until yeah. he actually absolutely needs to. Um, That's funny. Luke and I talked about this last week, and uh, I hadn't heard the, uh, the the podcast that he had that Perhalter had done with uh, uh, Extra Time Radio. And I listened to that podcast good actually podcast. Uh, later this week, and it was earlier this week, and it was great. It was good. He laid out. He actually laid out a vision, and that's yep. really what you want to hear. And again, I don't think this is a. I don't. I think I said this uh, last week. I don't. Perhalter is a bad hire, right? No, no. Um, I think he'll be a perfectly good hire for the U.S. Men's National Team. Um, I don't think there is a. I don't think there would have been a terribly bad hire for this team, right? I think. I what I lament is the fact that we basically lost. You know, a year of of potential of, of of a coach putting an identity to this team. Right, right. And to do what? Berhalter has to an land I- on Berhalter. Berhalter has an identity. Yes, that's great. But and he wasn't great. worth waiting a year for. But he wasn't the one. He wasn't. Yeah. But he wasn't the one bringing players in and, and molding them to his right, identity. Right, like, right. Experimenting with what he's got to work and with. And the thing that you know, a lot of U.S. Uh, national team fans forget is that like your your players don't you don't form an identity at the national team level, right? You 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 have an identity. You bring players into that 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 fit your identity mm-hmm. based on how they're playing with their club teams, mm-hmm. and you are required. You're requiring the club teams to actually develop the players. And I think this is the biggest thing. Is like the people don't think about. It. They're like, oh yeah, it's like you come to the U.S. national team and you play the certain way. And it's like, well yeah, but a, a a great player who you know plays in a certain system might not work in the national team, right. and that's that's an important like distinction to have. And I don't. I don't think that people are thinking about that as much. Like, Berhalter, he That's needs to, he needs to establish a system, and needs to, to bring players into that system, and that, that might he needs to ex- time to experiment with who those absolutely. Right players are. And that's that's kind of the whole that's the whole other point is that he needs time to experiment, and we we basically wasted a year. Yeah. Of of you know if he, if he was the player if he was the guy, you know what, and you say you know what we're gonna we, you're the guy, uh, but here's the thing like we want you to finish your season. But you're the guy. Like let he, like you could you could have said Let's that. You could have hired it. that. You could have yeah. hired him and said let, let him in we'll on let some preliminary conversations. Well, yeah, we'll let you yeah. finish your season. But you know the whole all the bullshit that happened with the uh, USSF presidency and then hiring Ernie Stewart and then all the other bullshit. Yeah. So no, anyways, USSF is the problem. Yeah. I don't think there's any question about it. And that's uh, Bearhalter can succeed uh, in spite of them, but hardly because of them. Yeah, exactly. So and I hope he does. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things. I'm a uh, talk about United United news. Uh, so United announced uh, last week uh, that Ford Madison, uh, Madison's uh, new professional soccer long team, will be here. the uh, yeah long. Uh, we actually I think broke news about this way 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 back in like April long, I think. Long actually. time. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. But yeah, we did. Um, that uh, via I think Kyle Eliasson actually who actually broke the news. We put it. <laughs> we put it first. We were first on the podcast. He broke the news actually <laughs> on the internet. So we we That's put it, how on the it first works. podcast. Uh, uh, I want to give credit where credit is due. By the way, um, they're going to be the uh, at least the one year affiliate of Minnesota United. Uh, Ford Madison is playing in the USL uh, League One, which is basically the US the, the less, USL lesser, Two yeah. of. I know they're USL doing their fucking thing. Um, yep. Anyways, they have an they have an amazing fucking logo. They're flamingos. I, I love their logo. Honestly, I love their name because yeah. what people talk about names, they're like, I'm sick of the generic FCs and Uniteds and stuff like that. And then anytime they come up with something else, like, oh, what? You, that's fucking lame. The you know the blank blanks, you know. But like this is this is entirely original. Yeah. Name another one out there. Like, like it's it it it's a uh, it's a name that doesn't have precedent or a template, yeah. but it also conveys. 
everything that they want to mean yeah. and and do. I don't know enough about Madison to understand the the flamingo shit. I'm sure that there's a relevancy so, there. So yeah, so I mean, I've I've uh, my in laws are live in Madison, so um, I can explain a little bit. So. Apparently, the flamingo is the uh, is the uh, official city bird. I believe the that. Pi- the pink flamingo statue is the official city bird. <laughs> okay. Because uh, apparently there was a whole thing. There's like there's actually some there's actually some interesting start like stories about why flamingos and all that that have been put out there. Um, I think it's great. Oh, cool. It's re- uh, relevant to the city. Yeah. The name is unique. It's, it, it is. It's, su- I, I it's super the, unique. The crest it's P- is gorgeous. It's Peter Wilt. So if you don't know who Peter Wilt yep, is, I'll um, get behind anything. He Peter does. Wilt is is uh, the Best soccer man in the United States. He's, well, I, I, you can say a lot of things about yeah. Peter Wilt, but if nothing else, he is a lower division pioneer guru. Who, yeah, yeah, and, that, and he wants to see a number of projects succeed. Almost every he's willing to back. Almost them. everything that he's done in uh, in the last like twenty five years of him being in soccer has succeeded and succeeded like wildly successfully. Absolutely. Um, he um, was the Chicago uh, Fire. General Manager Indianapolis uh, when they uh, when they first started in the eleven yeah in, yeah when they, well I said Chicago Fire when they won uh, the uh, MLS Cup their first year they showed up in the right, league right, yep. Indy eleven um, yep. he's done a bunch of other stuff he was very he's briefly involved in Minnesota soccer um, Peter Wilt is a uh, amazing amazing guy hopefully we can get him on the podcast if he's in town yep um, I'd love that no and he'd do it too. no yeah he absolutely would yeah. Um, so yeah so he's he's running that joint um, Green Bay he's also actually running uh, or helping. Uh, a, a green a team out of Green Bay, which would be in like the USL Division Two, which is technically the I don't or League One, which is technically the second division. I don't of or, USL. Yeah, of USL. Look, I, I just know. had an aneurysm. So <laughs> anyway, so that's very exciting news that we have a we have a, an affiliate. We have an affiliate. We have a place where we can send Ma- Mason Toy, Wyatt Olmsberg, Carter Manley, It's not that far away, and it's not that far away. And then listen, they just announced their schedule uh, earlier this week. Uh, I'm scheduling some. I'm circling some dates with uh, my in-laws live in Madison, so I have a place to stay. And the, this seems right downtown. It's, Drag them su- right it's in. super awesome. It's a it's a really great space, um, right downtown. I think this could be a really awesome opportunity for Minnesota to ho- hopefully take advantage. And like that means they're gonna have to sign some players, which is the other thing. Yeah, imagine that. All right. So the other thing I want to talk to you that we didn't talk about. Gold or that Cup? Me and, no, no, that me and uh, me and Luke talked about Tommy Johnny. How about that Tommy Johnny game? I want to get your reactions on that. You've, everybody on the podcast has heard me and Luke talk about this. I want, I want to give you, Dave Martin a, a platform for 30, well, first, well, first 45 all, seconds. Tommy Johnny is the kind of surgery you get when your arm <laughs> fucks up in baseball. Second of all, I here's the, so here's the thing. Like the game, this game has so it's an American football game, right? And they're gonna do some shit to the field. That said, if you didn't think this was going to happen, like so, that's my like I, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it's unfortunate that that's going to happen, but I also knew that was going to be part of the deal. And everyone else who was flat out shocked, like, how could this happen? Only me and the things I like. Don't they know who I am? I'm me, and no one else is me, and I'm the only person who matters. Like, fuck you. Of course they're going to do. Of course, how are you shocked? Of course this was going to happen. This is part of the deal. When they talked about bringing in other shit. This was some of the other shit. It was always going to be the kind of shit. I don't think, and the people who are out there conspiracy theorying because they're fucking bored with their their awful fucking suburb lives about like how oh 
Oh, they, they're putting it because they don't even think they're going to get it in the playoffs. That's why. No, they're doing it. They don't give a fuck. They just want to make some revenue because they just poured $200, $300 million in a fucking stadium. They want to have some other stuff there. So am I crazy about what it's going to do to the field? No. Am I shocked? No. Am I able to move on like an adult? Yeah. Am I going to like literally cry bitter tears that burn through my goddamn pillow because I can't handle anything that's slightly different than what my point of view would be? No. I'm going to be a normal fucking adult. How's that sound? Sounds good. Well, did you guys did. have a similar opinion? We did not. It was the same thing? Oh, <laughs> no, excellent. No, no, we did not have the similar oh, opinion. Oh. Yeah, no, we had a, a very different opinion. Well, uh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, it was, it, was, it was Luke and me, so it was the socialist and socialist on yeah, the podcast. So. Were either of you shocked? Was that what? Oh, here, no, here's. I, so here's, I thought here's, the Romans going to have soccer and my, then also have a fucking Quidditch no, 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 match no, no, no. because it doesn't hurt the pitch. No, 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 no. Here, here, here's my point, uh, David. Here's my point. Um. I was not shocked, and and I honestly I fully expected this, right? I'm not I'm not a fucking imbecile. I I, I know what's going on in the fucking world. Excellent. Um, I was I was shocked that this was the first thing that they announced. Oh, as, as they, if that, as if that has a momentous like. Well, no, 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 no. It has to be this kind of sport. No, no, no. This kind of Here, occasion. No, no. Shut the fuck up and let me talk all for a right, second. All here. right, all right. Here's and I laid this out. If you listen, if you actually listen to our fucking podcast, I you, don't. You, you it's awful. You would have heard this. Um, they could have done this in such a in a much much better way by announcing, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna have we're hosting the Romo uh, uh, soccer final, the the Hmong uh, the Hmong uh, festival final. Uh, we're hosting all these, you know, high school and uh, and college soccer games here at M- at uh, Allianz Field. Oh, and by the way, we're gonna host this so- this American football game here on this day. They." They led with the American football game. And that, I think, was where everybody lost their shit, is that they led with that. I don't think anybody in their right mind is like, was shocked or flabbergasted by the fact that they were gonna have a, they're going to have a college football game on their field, um, especially you know a college that's based in St. Paul. That, that makes a lot of sense. It sucks that it's going to fucking tear up the field. And they keep saying, oh, we have all these amazing groundskeepers and all that. But, like, I don't know. I looked at Wembley. Wembley probably has... Pretty good, fuck, pretty good fucking groundskeepers, and their field looked like shit the day after yeah, an American football inevitable. game. It's going to be poor. Um, yeah. But the fact that they, they led, that they haven't even announced any of the other community stuff that they're supposed to theoretically be doing, that this is what they led with, that this is the first thing, that was my, that was my issue with it. It was that they could have they said, hey, we're going to do what we're doing, all, and all they had to do was say, hey, we're doing all this really awesome shit, and, and th- th- that they're doing for free, that they're donating the field for. And they say, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going we're gonna to host this game that, you know, by the way, they're not going to tell us how much money they're getting paid for, but they're getting paid a shit ton of money to host that game. Well, good. They fucking and paid $300 million for the stadium. Yeah, but they could have they done it in a uh, much yeah. better. They could have uh, announced it in a slightly <laughs> different order. It's the most Minnesota United fan bullshit in the world. That is like, not the most United, I, you know what? United Here's bullshit. Here's what I hope. I, I hope no, that watching, Chris no, Wright spends to, all of this, eternity listen to getting coal shoveled no, into his ass to, in hell because he announced the sporting events in a different order than I might have fucking preferred. Team, listening to this fucking team, the way they talk about this uh, stadium and all that, this cathedral of soccer, the fact that they are, this is the first fucking thing they announced outside the Gold Cup that is, you know, that is not. Outside of the exception. Their, t- the their team, <laughs> no, except for the exceptions, no, that's not their team or or a big ass fucking event, like right, like the, this is the first fucking thing. What if it would have been a Beyonce no, concert? No, fuck this team. What fuck if it would have been a Beyonce concert? I would have also been feeling? fucking pissed off. Yes, okay. yeah, absolutely. The fuck, that the, like, why is this team? This team has said, oh yeah, we're gonna open it up to a lots of all these other things and all these like, community things and all that. They're not. They have not announced one of those things. The just the entire 
going back to the community benefits thing, the, the, the community benefits stuff, like, this this team has shown that they are not willing to do any of this stuff. Now, if they, I really hope this team will prove me wrong. I really hope they do, and I think they will. But, I mean, this team has also just done nothing but just fuck up uh, press left and right for the last two years. Are you? Do you not agree with that? Or I agree with that. I don't think this is a piece of that story. I think it this is. is the, this is the smallest fuck up that you can possibly make. Well, what they announced? They they announced the sporting events in a or different order than you would have preferred. I hope after years of therapy, you fucking can get over it. You good? No, I'm not. But <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Champions League. Uh, <laughs> do we, oh man, that's gonna make me yeah. even more so. Well, I'm happy about Liverpool. Yeah, though. Liverpool. Uh, yeah, so we uh, Liverpool advanced by the skin of their fucking teeth to uh, group stage. What a save by um, uh, Mr. Allison. Yeah, that was a it was it was a hell of a goal by Salah and a hell of a save by. Uh, I was watching uh, at the Blackheart. Uh, I watched it at work. Oh yeah, my fucking phone. I was watching it on at Blackheart with uh, on Univision. So it was the Spanish announcers, and they kept Way saying. Way more fun. Yeah, they kept saying uh, his full name every time he, Allison would make a save. Allison Becker! Allison Becker! That's, that's cool. Yeah, I love so, it. So where we stand right now, uh, Dortmund, Atletico, Madrid, and Group A, they went through. Barcelona, As well Tottenham. As what happened to Monaco? I'm sorry. What happened to Monaco other than Thierry Oh, uh, man. He didn't. Monaco. He, so Monaco. The world in Champions League Thierry and in Henry, League One. Thierry Henry did not happen to Monaco. Monaco all happened to Terry Henry because he got he a, got a short a short shrift there. That man. team has fallen mm. off of the map. Yeah. In everything. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. There's, it's bad. It, no, it's, you're right. It's bad. Um, it's a crisis. Yeah, they're, they're in relegation. Yeah, a Champions are. League team is in relegation. Well, That's they're, they're not a Champions League team anymore. Not any fucking more. Uh, Club Bruges from the uh, Group A is uh, going to Europa League. Good for uh, them. In Group That's B, where they belong. Yeah, Barcelona uh, obviously went through. With a draw today with Tottenham, who uh, somehow miraculously with that draw managed to go through in second place because Inter Milan yeah. tied on goal, draw goal with PC PSV. So um, all Inter Milan had to do was win this game, and Tottenham had to win to go through. And Tottenham, Tottenham got was losing most of the game. Got that uh, draw. Inter Milan was losing most of the game. Picked up a draw, and now they're going to uh, Europa League. Inter uh, could win Europa League. Tottenham will be going in the round of 16 in the fucking Yeah, I don't so know if anyone could win Europa League. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Group C, that was PSG, good Liverpool, one. Napoli, Red Star. Uh, PSG beat the hell out of Red Star, so they won the group. Liverpool getting what they needed to do. They won nothing to win. They either needed to win one nothing or win by two like goals. Like three to one, yeah. yeah. So the, 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 the math the, it was very confusing if you're a casual because, you know, you're trying to explain to friends like, oh, it's good now, one to nothing. But if they allow one goal, then there has to be a landslide victory. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's no. how it worked. They I'm surprised Napoli didn't try to play more on the front foot here because Napoli had everything to play for. I know they're on the road. Liverpool's a good team. I think we can not curse ourselves by saying that. And they were playing at Anfield. I, I get that. I'm surprised Napoli was not able to take any better control of the game given the stakes that they shared. I don't know. It doesn't actually doesn't really surprise me because all they needed was either a 1-1 draw or a 2-1 loss 
or a zero zero draw or a one one draw. It's not like right? they had to. So they, ass so like move. like like they did uh, in Napoli on on the uh, on the return leg of this game where they just basically they you know bunkered for most of the game and then Liverpool got tired and that's when the last ten minutes is when Napoli they, was hoping they yeah could do that, they they know. put the they put the pedal to the metal and I thought I think that's what they were hoping to do although almost did it they did almost um, it was weird because Napoli put put all three of their subs out before Liverpool played one sub so I think they were just really. I think it got to like the 60th minute. And they were like, okay, well, we need to now. We need to figure out how we're gonna push forward. Right, it and, hasn't happened. And yet. then yeah. that they they put all their subs out, and then Klopp was able to counter, and they did it. You know, Liverpool did the job, and Virgil Van Dijk got a really shitty yellow card that he's out for the next. He's out for the first round of the knockout round or first match of the knockout round. Yep. But uh, yeah, so uh, Group D, Porto uh, and Schalke are going through. Uh, Galatasaray. Did you watch any of this uh, Porto Galatasaray match? Sorry, I did, actually did, um, and it was actually it was quite entertaining. It was a three-two. Cool. It was a blast. Um, I don't mind Galatasaray, but I mean yeah. the two teams that were supposed to go through went through. Yeah. So. Uh, so coming up, games for uh, today. When yeah, you're t- listening today to this, when you're yeah. listening to this, uh, Bayern Group E, Bayern Ajax are uh, already all through. Fi- it's all figured out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Man City. Is already through. Lyon and Shakhtar are the only two, uh, basically, teams competing for the last round of 16 spot. I'll reiterate that I'm surprised that in Group F, Hoffenheim didn't have a better position. Yeah. Um, Especially since they uh, they almost they almost beat Man City. Yeah. Hoffenheim's a better team than they than they uh, turned out in uh, Champions League, but um, well, shit happens. So. Yeah. And uh, Lyon and Shakhtar play uh, for that tomorrow. So. Uh, well, what, that, what that means is that theoretically Hoffenheim, I'm sorry to keep bringing back to Hoffenheim, but yep. Hoffenheim with a win, which they could get because maybe Man City doesn't give a shit, um, Hoffenheim could take over a Europa League position. Could, yes. So. Assuming that uh, Lyon wins, uh, yep. yeah, then uh, yes, they would uh, grab that. So everything Europa could play League for spot. at the bottom of that group. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Lyon needs, uh, they need to at least get a uh, draw. Uh, if they lose that game to Shakhtar, um, then they are uh, they are into the Europa League stage. And that's it. Yep. Um, Group G: Real Madrid, Roma are both through. Group H: Juventus, Man United, are both through. And that is uh, as all of the Champions the, League. Yeah, I, I, with very very few even marginal exceptions, the teams that went through went through. Uh, that's how it works. And honestly, like Ajax is is one that kind of surprised me Ajax, a little bit. So. Ajax is a little bit of a surprise. Um, honestly, Liverpool's group was uh, was deep enough. That was a tough as hell. That I mean, Napoli's a good team. You know, yeah. they're not going through. So uh, the only reason that a, a given team didn't make it that should have made it was just because they were a third fringe team in like two groups. You know, otherwise, uh, money continues to rule everything. And if I will make a socialist comment there for you Cash. and Luke, since you guys both hate me. Um, uh, it still fucking works. Cash rules everything about Cash around me. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Dollar to dollar bill. Are these uh, rap Cream. rap pop songs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was All Champions right. League, man. All right. Yeah. I had a lot of fun watching good. it at work. I was on uh, conference calls and stuff, and I'm I'm sitting here just <laughs> hammering the mute button like son of a bitch, and then I come back. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts? So I don't know. We haven't really uh, checked in on Liverpool uh, recently. No, we haven't. Uh, what are your thoughts on Liverpool? Uh, in the last uh, month or so, I mean, they're literally they're uh, top of the EPL right now. Make the uh, made the knockout round. What do you think? Top, top of the EPL. They they're, they're on not, top of Man City. They're not good enough to win the. the oh league. come on! Now. Not good enough to win the league. Man City is is too damn good. Um, but here, here, 
I'm trying to figure out Liverpool because Liverpool is a very good team. Um, they've fixed their defense impressively, which is I, I never thought I'd be saying, hey, guess what our strength is, you know. <laughs> but here, here we are. Um, that said, a, a Man City is – I mean, they like double the goal differential in the positive. I mean, they're, they're outstanding. Um, second of all, I think about – We've come out on the positive end of a lot of close games and luck. I mean, you think about the end of that Everton game, which was amazing, which is a memory I will have for a long time. I missed that one. I was I was actually at this bar watching that game, and I had to leave because it was my it was our shower, our family shower, and my mom was like basically like you are not going to be late for your fucking shower she didn't say fucking right uh, but i said but, fucking uh so i had to leave early because i was swinging by my house grab stuff. and then i i was literally like driving in my car and uh like looking at my phone and my phone like wasn't updating i was like why is this game not ending should be ending zero so, zero so much extra time and then i there, yeah, yeah and like i literally got out of the car put my phone in my pocket went in and my wife was like well how did the game and i was like i have no idea and uh, i put my phone on I was like, "What the fuck, Devonka Reach? How did that happen? <laughs> uh, I mean, what a what a wild! I'm sure you yeah. watched the replays and stuff. Yeah, I did. Oh no, no, I watched it. Insane probably a hundred times. And, and it, my my uh, my father-in-law and I know I've told you my parents-in-law don't like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was there and we were working on something. He was helping me like fix some shit on the garage, and uh, the game was on. And then happened, and I like fell to the ground like yelling and stuff. <laughs> like I embarrassed myself because I was like, "What was that?" Here's here's my point though. I said all that to say this that teams that are going to beat Man City the way that Man City is playing are not eking out those kind of victories that close. I, I, you know, they're not losing to Red Star Belgrade, two to nothing. They're not eking out that kind of win. They're doing just enough. Man City enough. lost to Lyon. They're doing absolutely just enough. Man City Leon lost to Lyon. is not Man City Red lost Star to Chelsea. Belgrade. Chelsea is not Red Star Belgrade, okay? Yeah, just, I'm saying. It's, yes, yes. They're not a perfect team either. But... I, I honestly think that we've come out on the positive end of so many marginal things that that luck comes back to bite you in the ass. I don't think we're quite as good as everything seems to be shaping up for us to look. We're very good, but I, I don't think we have enough to consistency to take that the entire way. I would argue, though, that um, years past, Liverpool like loses that Burnley game midweek where oh, they sure, go down sure. one nothing. Absolutely. Um, Liverpool you know, gets a draw or loses to that Everton game, even though they outplayed Everton the entire time, yeah. um, Liverpool loses uh, that Leicester City game. You know where they get that they get that Leicester gets that fluky oh, goal. I won't fight you. We're Madison. better than past years. So and and I you know I think we're we're deeper and uh, obviously but they, not injury as good as Man City. I'm not this saying year. that we need to be as good as Man Man City. What well, we do generally that's how the game. No 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 works. no. But no. But here's but what I'm saying is that like bounces happen right like things happen bounces happen. Um, I don't think we need to be. Like, I don't. I think I don't think we're as uh, talently deficient as people think. Like Liverpool is to Man City. I think we are in their in their neighborhood in terms of the, the talent. And you know what what has been the difference between Man City and Liverpool the last few years is that Man City they get points at the end of the games. Like they figure out a way to get points. And Liverpool is kind of figure out a way to, that out, yeah. to get points and i think that is that is that's the that's the that's the thing to me man so i don't know i don't i'm, I'm with you i don't think liverpool is going to win the league i would love it if they do uh, mostly because you know my wife is just insufferable most of the time <laughs> what a bitch <laughs> i'm not known <laughs> she is not anna you are not a bitch you are the antithesis of a bitch uh, uh but 
I would love to just win the league. That's all. That's all I really want in my lifetime. It would all I really want. Like never my happened. first year of my baby's life. How long be, do you plan on living? <laughs> uh, as long as it takes to, for Liverpool to win the fucking league. So, all right, well, <laughs> let's, uh, move, let's move on. Uh, hey, love the you, answer Liverpool. question. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, we love let's you, rifle some hey, man, we, questions uh, here. We made it about 40, 48 minutes or whatever. I think we're doing all right. All right, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so LaCribs, our friend Andy asks. Andy, most, get a life, yeah, man. Come yeah, on. He was watching a he was watching the Minnesota LA game last week and had a really weird question that we Minnesota didn't answer. LA, who? Uh, yeah, the LA sport? LAFC, the Minnesota United. LAFC. Oh, he was rewatching it. Rewatching it, yeah. Andy, come yeah. on, man. Get yeah, your Mag, shit Mags together. Gave, Mags gave him some shit about, shit about that. Get so. your life together. So anyway, <laughs> Andy asks, uh, most are discouraged that we let half of our roster go. Three-year plan, blah, blah, whatever. In 2019, Angelo improves like Rasmus in 2018, and now the Loons know what players they should not sign, making for a sixth-place fin- sixth finish. Agree? What the fuck did Sorry he just say? Sorry for trying to be positive. Won't happen again. What I, did he just say? I think he assumes that uh, the front office will be uh, immensely better. Angelo improves like Rasmus did in 2018, and that gets us a sixth-place finish. Do, so do I, you agree? Agree is the question. Agree. I, th- I think Angelo will be better than he was this last year. Yes. Probably yes. Um, do they know what players they should not sign? No. I don't see any track record to indicate that That's that fair. is a lesson yeah. learned. Um, making for a sixth place finish. Here's my thing. So let's say that w- let's say our defense is not great, but it improves. We allow 60 goals next year. Let's say that our front four. And you know my opinion on who that front four should be based on what we have right now. Uh, I think becomes the front four it can be. That makes it certainly certainly a top six in the West, for instance, I, I, I believe. Yep. Um, that, I don't think, on average, is going to be good enough to push us into the top six because I think it doesn't keep pace with the, um, the, the, the steepness of improvement. I, I, I think that other teams will do enough to continue to improve. As I, I, we could, If all those things happen, if all those things happen, we become a bubble team. I don't think that puts us on the inside of the bubble. But I think it does make us a bubble team. I think that we'll be playing significant, meaningful soccer down the stretch. But I think that's all it does because I, 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 I don't think that keeps pace. Yeah, I agree. I actually, I think, I mean, I think, yeah, bubble is probably – Bubble's where I put at us At least right it's now. fun. Yeah. If it's maybe. bubble, at least, again, yeah, maybe on the maybe. last day we're playing a game that matters. Well, that's fun. I mean, I think, I think San Jose's going to get immensely better uh, based on their coaching they hire. have to. Based on their coaching hire, just if, if only that. Um, L.A., you know, was right in the bubble this year. Um, Houston, I think, will get better. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Prayer, so, prayer for Sigma Schmidt, who's in the hospital right now, and it sounds pretty serious. Um, is, prayers for Sigma Schmidt. Ziggy Schmidt's in the hospital? Yeah, oh. like 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 critically. Oh shit! Yeah. Sorry. So um, yeah. So all joking aside, uh, Siggy Schmidt is an important place in uh, I think American soccer. Oh god, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and be- best of luck to him. So yeah. Uh, what's uh, next? Andy also asked. Uh, oh yeah, what do I win for dominating the TDI KMN MLS bracket challenge? Uh, you win nothing, Andy. You win nothing, and you'll like it. Nothing. I'm glad he announced that it happened because I don't fucking yeah. know. I wasn't watching it. Yeah. What's next? Uh, Goldfish Fibers here. What are your best guesses for the flamingo-themed heckles Madison will get next year? Um, I'm going to say you're pink, you're round, you're ready to pound. I don't know. You know. (laughs) So it's be a dick joke in there somewhere. Yeah, is that is that a heckle though, or is that a? I guess we're heckling our own yeah, team. Yeah, is, is that a? Um, is that a? Uh, 
A good one. Uh, um, I don't know. The, the, the Chatuligans are uh, dogs. I don't know. I'm guessing there's some, some dog. Yeah, but it's not flamingo themed. Bite. Man, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't she, know. She has so many questions. Yeah. Uh, Doreen also asks, what kind of cookies do we bake to give all the players whose contracts should have been renewed to win back their hearts? Oh, I'm sorry I broke up with you. Please come back style. So what kind of cookies do you bake for, like, the you know, the uh, Ibsens yeah. and the uh, T.S. Owens, I guess? Well, neither of those guys really truly should have been. It's, it's, it's called a money cookie. It's. It's a you it's know just it's a dollar sign it's cookie. A, it's, it's a it's a dollar sign cookie that has like you gold. know a bunch of like sixty thousand dollars attached to it or hundred thousand dollars. Can you fit a cookie that says it's not you, it's me, but it's also it's kind also, of you. It's also kind of you. It's like a lot of frosting yeah. on that one. Um, love those guys. Uh, cookies shouldn't bring them back. Uh, my goal, my hope, my prayer is that when Tia Sun retires, he fucking moves back here and just lives here. Yeah. And why the hell wouldn't he? That would be great. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's go on to uh, at our harm. Are you skipping some Ryan, of her questions? Yes, I am. Because I, <laughs> I did. Or did you p- to prepare a sonnet or a sonnet? Vic- Viking battle storytelling situation? I, I, oh yeah, I'm sure I can make up a sonnet on the fly. But uh, can you? Fourteen lines of poetry on the fly. <laughs> no. Um, All right. Uh, so our harm ninety nine. Maybe Dory. We'll 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 get back to those questions uh, in the next podcast. Uh, how many of the players remain in town during the offseason? Uh, basically, none. none of them. Unless I mean, they're from here. The ones who, yeah, the ones. like So, Coleman obviously is here. Would you? Uh, Eric Miller is probably here still. Yeah. Um, if I had to spend six months out of my year in San Francisco for work, I wouldn't just fucking live in San Francisco in the offseason. Then I'd come back to where everyone I've ever known and loved is, which is Minnesota in this case. Yeah, I mean, the, the offseason, depending on when you are knocked out of the, of the season – so it's either October. We get a bigger offseason. Or, uh, yeah. Um, so my guess is that, yeah, most of the players leave. Well, and remember, for and an American player, it's one thing to stay in Minnesota. Yeah, I usually sure, live yeah. in Colorado, but I relocated my family. I kind of like Minnesota. Yeah. If you're from fucking Costa Rica, what do you care? You're yeah, we're going back to Costa Rica. So. Yeah. Uh, at Campaign Expert says, uh, tell me about this new team that initials look like a government agency. Who did they sign, draft, et cetera? I, we talked about that, Brian. Uh, who, is, who is this? That's FC Cincinnati, oh. FCC. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the, a couple of the other signs they did. They actually they traded for Greg Garza. Uh, I've already traded, talked on this podcast about my admiration for the man. Yeah, they uh, they traded Tam and Gam for Greg Garza. They also traded for uh, Kendall Watson, um, which was a good get too. kind of amazing. Yeah. They got Fernando Otto earlier yeah. this year. They're, they're, so I'm not going to say FC Cincinnati is Atlantaing the situation right now. They look a hell of a lot stronger than we did. So, but FC Cincinnati, tra- so they traded. Uh, so they obviously they have a bunch of extra allocation money, obviously, uh, because they're uh, that's expansion how expansion team. teams work. They now? traded yeah. four hundred fifty thousand dollars in jam and gam. Jam, jam. Why not some jam? Three hundred thousand dollars in uh, tam. And another international roster spot. So they traded two international roster spots today. That's why uh, they needed that Colorado. But Kendall Watson so is, a, is a good, good Kendall pickup. Kendall a good get, yeah. Um, he's going to solidify uh, the defense for FC Cincinnati, uh, which they desperately, you know, as we know from an expansion team, you desperately need to have a good defense. They do. They're going to so, play some good futsal yeah. this year. All right. Um MN Nice FC says, go back through the 2016 expansion list, and who would you have taken? I posted the 20 ex- uh, 2016 expansion list if you want to go through. 
Jesus, let me open that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wanna you wanna jump into this? I'm just opening the link right okay, now. Okay. So I'm just pulling it up myself. Let's keep talking, vamping, vamping, vamping. Yeah. There's a Michael Harrington. Uh, probably would have not. Yeah. So we we had a swing at Mark Birch and we didn't take him. Yeah. Marco Papa. Marco at Papa. that time, two years ago. Might have taken a Marco Papa. Jermaine Jones is at the. I mean, I, I'm not a Jermaine Jones fan myself, but I mean, compare him to what we got. Yeah, could have been a step in the right direction. Jared Watts. There you go. There is a guy. Jared Watts. You that's, take Colorado's uh, excellent defender. Although we had we, already, we had made a deal with Colorado to not take any Colorado. That's players. right. Fuck. That's why. We <laughs> so, God damn it. Yeah. That's that's why we did not get. Uh, Jared Watts. Oh man, um, it, people really love listening to us. Like, literally, just kind of talk yeah, to ourselves. It's a lot of fun. Through. Isn't it? Um, Kofi Opare. That's I. I looked at Kofi Opare. Yeah, as, as one. Fly on that guy. Zach Lloyd. Zach Lloyd. All right, Zach Lloyd. Mr. Zach Lloyd. Yeah, absolutely would take him. Yeah, great defender. Even can get forward and score. Yeah, uh, Alan Gordon. Alan Gordon at the tail end of his career. And or Jeff Lorenowitz, I would have taken Lorenowitz. Yeah, Lorenowitz is a free agent. I think Gordon, Gordon, in retrospect, looks like a smart move. But I think at the time, I probably would have said, "Hey, let's hold on on the fucking Gordon yeah. stuff." Stephen Gerrard, <laughs> he was unprotected. We yes, he was unprotected. His yeah, ass. I know. <laughs> and Robbie Keane was unprotected too. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. Mike McGee was at the end of his uh, illustrious career. There, uh, Harry Ship. Yeah, I would, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. On, the, on, on, on our very, very first podcast, yeah, we, we talked did. about Harry Ship and said, this is the kind of guy you want to get. Uh, I'd, hell, I'd take Danny to- Donnie Toy. Fuck, Aaron Long. Aaron Long. Aaron Long, defender of we the took, year this we year. We took Chris Duvall. We took Chris Duvall instead and we of Aaron took Long. Aaron Long. We, Aaron Long, defender of the year in we 2018. Took, we took Chris Duvall. Oh my God. And uh, we, we traded him for uh, uh, Johan Venegas. We could have took Aaron what, Long. What a win that was. Yeah. We don't need any defense Josh in this Saunders, league. Hell so. no. Frank Lampard. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Um, so I, I think we've said something. We don't need to. We don't need to continue to yeah, think just, out loud. But really, um, there's some names there that now, in retrospect, you know what? Not even in retrospect. If on that day I yeah. would have seen him, I would have said, "Why are we not getting Harry Ship instead of fucking Mohammed Saeed? Saeed, I hope that your life is full yeah, of wonder. Nat Borchers. We could have gotten Nat Borchers. Could have gotten Nat Borchers. We, we actually did a beard. podcast, uh, the very first uh, podcast on that day, by the way. That's how this fucking podcast was born. was on expansion draft Borchers, day man. in 2016. We so. need to stop taking a trip down memory lane here. Let's head, yeah, this is bad right. listening. Let's head back to the <laughs> the episode thing. Uh, let's go back to the questions. Bridget McDowell. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Nick Pence. I got yeah. it up here. Go ahead. Here you go. Uh, do you have any confidence in the front office to make good choices this next six months? What? Do you have any confidence? No, I, no. I, I, I think that they're not as they're not as bad as many they're not as bad as the people that hate them say, and they're nowhere near as good as the people who like them say. Because people who hate them overlook uh, a few of the very positive things, not the least of which is Darwin Quintero. The, well, that's the, like. Yes, yeah, I know you're about it's to like tell me why that doesn't count. Okay, so yes, Darwin Quintero was there. They got him, and they got him for a damn good price. They've had two consecutive really strong drafts. They don't have no wins. Does that make me confident that they're going to make good decisions? No, of course not, because they made a thousand bad ones. So I think people at both extreme ends of this are way fucking out of line. I lean more towards the they're fucking up. Royally extreme, but uh, but I, I can recognize. I, I can also I, I recognize lean that way. I can recognize, but it's only a lean. For I can me. recognize that they have. Yes, they've made some. They've they made have some good a mis- few wins. Decisions. Yes, 
They brought back like, Miguel Ibarra. Jerome Tiasson was a good decision. Even I think though so. he, ultimately he's like not on the team anymore, but like sure in the in the like the time he played last year and the, you know what he was he, obviously he was unhealthy hurt so much this, this year, year yeah. and he was obviously unhealthy so yes. but he was a good decision so they got Miguel Ibarra back got Miguel Ibarra back they, they signed you know originally they, they signed Christian Ramirez to the money now they got rid of him that's a whole other yeah. fuck up story I'm happy to talk about that but they they gave Christian the money to stay and that was a good decision they found Christian yeah. in the first place they found Miguel in the first place many of the same front office douchebags from back in the NSA, NASL days were making those sure. moves then that's they true. found Ibsen back in those days yep. Ibsen at least the first year was a major part of this they didn't have no win wins but the shit they've done wrong still is there yeah it, it far outweighs the good stuff which is the yeah so yes so we no, don't really confident have, no we are not really confident but no. we, we have hope we have I, hope. I, I would not my jaw wouldn't be on the floor if they signed a couple of guys i'm like these are these are damn good signings yeah but uh, they'll both be from <laughs> fucking cambodia yeah. <laughs> bridget mcdowell asks which one of the daves would fall for the triple dog dare i don't know what that means I think that means you would fall for the triple dog dare. So we're moving along. So uh, okay, so it's me. What does yes. it mean? Uh, it means that if you uh, are susceptible to the triple dog dare, then you have to do whatever is triple dog dare. Oh, oh, so oh, I I know what a tri- okay. So I thought this was like a sex. Move there's also there's so okay. So basically, <laughs> Actually, I get this. into the trap where you're like, well, now you can't one up me. Now you have yeah, to go eat that dandelion. There's also a, I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. There's a triple dog dare sex position. I mean, a well, unique sexual position. They yeah. include elements of love, intense penetration, and quantum love. Quantum love? Yeah. It fucking so, defies yeah. gravity. That and is, like, uh, that's, that's, that's urban. I'm pretty I sure. may or may not be inside <laughs> of you right now. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, Bridget, fucking Schrodinger's pussy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Bridget was referring to the, uh, the colloquial triple dog dare, not the uh, uh, Schrodinger's pussy triple dog dare. So I, my guess is it's you. <laughs> All right, uh, final question of the night. Uh, Keisha Lynn's Kyle asked us, uh, with Atlanta taking the cup to a strip club after their win, where will Minnesota take the cup when they win? What uh, what house of ill repute? Repute. Ill repute? Repute. Whatever. Um, the, the P1, yeah, repute. Will they, uh, will they take? I was going to say uh, uh, Paisley Park. Paisley Park. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, King of Diamonds in uh, King of Diamonds in, in River right. Heights. Yeah, yeah, King of Diamonds. That's a it's a classy strip club. Uh, I I don't think the question is just strip club because I think what he's trying to say is strip club is a, is of course you'd bring that to that in Atlanta because oh, yeah. you're Atlanta. Yeah. But what's the Minnesotaist place to take the cup? And it might be to a, like a fucking Super America or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Let me so I, I don't have a really good answer for this, but I will say that when Phil Mickelson, who's a golfer, won uh the Masters and you get a green jacket uh when you win the Masters, it's not like a trophy, you get a green jacket that you can wear. Yep. He there's a picture taken of him like after having won that where he and his family are all driving in the car going through the Krispy Kreme donuts drive through and he's wearing his fucking green jacket and the person who's like working the drive through snapped a picture. But that's what he chose to do with his trophy but he put it on. He didn't like put it in a fucking you know bag or something. He wore it to Krispy Kreme. I would say, uh, which is the most Phil Mickelson thing ever. I mean, the most Minnesota place to take it would be like, like an ice castle. St. Paul, uh, ice <laughs> yeah, St. Paul Winter Carnival, ice Winter castle. Carnival, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, or uh, I mean, the night of the night of winning or the day after winning it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Surly. 
know. Maybe Surly. A lot of good ideas here. Um, yeah. I don't know. Deja vu. I just like the idea Let's of... Just do deja uh, vu. I just like the idea of, of uh, more trophies should be in strip clubs. Yeah, I think generally. Um, the Stanley Cup actually is banned from going to strip clubs because uh, after... It was like the 19... Unfortunate incident. It was like the 2007 or whatever... 2007 or 2006, I can't remember who won. I think it was the Steelers. They brought it to a strip club. The and Steelers? No, uh, Stanley Penguins. Cup? Penguins, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Penguins. Uh, they brought it to a strip club. In, uh, or the, yeah. And what, and did they get a STD or something? Like why? Is well, the, the people who handle the uh, Stanley Cup, like that's all they do. Like that's their job. It's just to handle the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And they got really like weirded out by the strip club apparently. So, so yeah, not. strip club. It's, is a, not, it's the human body, yeah, man. I don't know. Have you ever, you ever yeah. seen... These huge breasts. God damn, those are pretty good. They're big. Uh, They're fucking messing yeah. up with the tides. All Anyways. right, let's finish <laughs> this up. Uh, so, all right. that's. I think that's it. <laughs> that's all the questions. All right, cool. Uh, you can find us at davesiknow.com. Uh, email us at the davesiknowmn at gmail.com. Uh, at TDIKMN on Twitter. You can find me at Texas Zeller on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Uh, Martin, at Regular Dave, is that also your Instagram handle? Or? Uh, I don't have Instagram, man. Oh, okay. I called myself an Instagram parent oh, okay, to good. mean one of those douchebags is like, look at how great my family is. Okay. Really, well, it's all fucking falling apart. So you can find me at Texas Zeller on uh, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Martin at fuck off, whatever, it doesn't matter, yeah. dot com. Uh, at regular fuck. David. <laughs> Please do not visit <laughs> fuckoff.com. I am sure it's a website, and I am sure it's bad. You can find Martin at regular David, where yeah. he's uh, he's been uh, retweeting some of his old, uh, his old classics. Uh, some oldies, but okay. So, hey, thanks. This is, we finally did it. It was, it was over later. an hour. It was over an hour, yeah. Hey, we love you. Hey, this is Dave's. Uh, oh, God damn it. We, we are the Dave. As you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be we, done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. We can't do it all. Y'all know we can't do it all.